Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, alrighty then. Hey, this is the WCHL podcast. I am the commissioner, Christopher Perry. This is episode six one seven of uh, the WCHL podcast, and on the very end of the other line, it's my best friend in all the world, the ice uh, ice master extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, the general manager for the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club, and the head pom pom cheerleader for OU Hockey. It's the one and the only Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Now, Andrew, I don't know if you can hear this. I'm sitting here in Podcast Central, and in my arms, I have a little boy. Um, His name is Baxter, and he is (laughs) purring up a storm. I don't know if you can hear the purring or not. I don't know if the microphone's catching that. Holy, I'm sitting here trying to get some work done. Trying to, you know, get you on the line, get a plan for what we're going to jibber-jabber about today, and yep. this little kid just will not get out of my arms. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm telling you what. So if you hear some screaming, some hollering, it's either him scratching the hell out of me or me <laughs> throwing him across the room, <laughs> one or the other. So. Well, well, I've got a lot to say there, but I'm like I said earlier, I'm taking the high road here in and it's part of my New Year's resolution. <laughs> All right. Well, get closer to your microphone there, because you, as, as you talked about the high road, it sounds like you went on the high road, oh, and your boy. microphone was uh, was on the still on the low road. So, get a little closer, Andrew. We haven't talked oh, since. Oh, there we go. There we go, Andrew. We haven't talked since Christmas. Uh, so, Merry Christmas to you. Hopefully, Santa treated you and your family well. Very well. Very well. Good. Did you? Did you? Did your uh, uh, did your little elf? Did she have? Um, whoop, there goes my little orange ball of fun. Um, did she have more fun with the stuff that was in the in the packages, or did she enjoy the wrapping in the boxes and that kind of stuff like kids normally do? No, I think she enjoyed all the stuff inside the boxes this year. All right, growing up. Growing up, that's right. Next thing you know, she's going to be uh, after uh, your wallet, all the mm. stuff that's inside your wallet. Well, she already is. Yeah. <laughs> You, you know her and my wife. <laughs> you said that, not me. Let the record reflect. All right. And hey, it's also, it's hard to believe, Andrew, but it's, as we're talking, it's, this is the first WCHL podcast of 2022. Holy smokes. We, we are here, aren't we? I mean, we are 22 years past Y2K. Isn't that just crazy to believe? Oh well, yeah, it's totally crazy. And you, and what is it they say? Nineteen. We're as far away from nineteen sixty now as nineteen hundred was to nineteen sixty, or something like that. It, really? I can't. I don't remember how it's exactly worded, but yeah, it's. You know, that's that's hard to believe, right? It is. I had heard something about uh, something along the lines of, you know, we're as far today from like nineteen eighty as nineteen eighty was from that's like nineteen thirty nine. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. And I'm thinking, wait a second. That's like 80 is right in my wheelhouse, and 1939 is World War II. What the heck are we talking yeah, about here? Yeah, and then you and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, crap. 
Yeah, they're, exactly. They're right. <laughs> they're, oh, God, they're right. Well, did you do anything exciting for New Year's other than uh, wish you were talking to me on the WCHL podcast? I did not. I did not. I was. I think I was in bed by 9.30 on New Year's night. Really? Yeah, well, you know, I had responsibilities on the first I had to, that I had to tend to, so you know, I didn't have time to go out and party it up. Oh, okay. All right. Now, do you have any uh, Andrew Majorkirth New Year's Eve traditions that you guys do? Do you eat uh, <laughs> cornbread or black eyed peas, or do you just go to bed early like the old folks? My my wife tries to get me to eat black eyed peas, but I can't stand them, so I'll usually choke down one or two. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That, that is it. All right. Well, yeah, we don't, uh, we're, we're cornbread and black eyed peas here. Um, and uh, I have no problem with the black eyed peas at all. I, I think they're pretty yeah. excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, very, very good. Yeah, pretty. We, uh, I know that there are some people, people on the podcast, they probably listen, uh, or they, they probably had a lot more exciting stuff to do. I know there was one person who has appeared on the podcast before, Cam the Ram. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, uh, uh, she was in Las Vegas for New Year's Eve. Ooh, there yes. you go. That sounds like fun. Well, it, it could be, and... It sounds like fun, but uh, some of the pictures I, I saw from uh, from the adventures of Cam uh, saw like forty mile an hour winds just whipping all oh. through up and down Las Vegas in the middle of the oh. night. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah, I mean, how do you like to be out in the desert in a sandstorm? Mm, I'll pass. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll pass. No, so I'll pass. Eh, eh, better her than me, though. That's right. That's right. But yeah, we were we were pretty boring through the holidays here. Pretty boring. Didn't even watch uh, didn't watch CNN or New Year's Rock and Eve or any of that other stuff. So, oh, no, I, I stay as far away from that stuff as I possibly could. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> well, hey, it's hard to believe, but uh, games are soon upon us. In fact, uh, we're recording this on January fifth, the first game of the uh, of the spring semester. They're supposed to get started up tomorrow. And of course, we have the ever-present COVID nineteen that is still lingering, mm. and now it's with this Omicron variant. Andrew, it is just rearing its ugly head again. It's, <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's come back and said, "Hey, did you miss me?" Yeah, hey, I'm cousin, I'm, I'm here. Brucey's back, right? <laughs> I, I'm telling you what. We had, uh, I guess we should have known, because at the end of the fall semester, we had some games that were scrubbed due to COVID. Um, but wow, here at the beginning of the spring semester, um, again, it's only Tuesday. No, it's what it's Wednesday, Wednesday. Yep. It's Wednesday. And we've already had, um, games being canceled and teams being affected and teams being placed in, uh, just not lockdown, but you know, uh, their, their form or their school's form of quarantine isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Drexel has already had to cancel the first two weeks of games that they had scheduled. So their weekend at Ohio this upcoming weekend, and apparently their weekend at Liberty has been canceled due to COVID because their school is going to remote learning to start the semester. Maryville out of the B conference is undergoing a, uh, a, they're having a lot of kids, you know, uh, pop positive. Yep. And so uh, their games this weekend, they're supposed to play at Illinois State in an MCH conference series. And then the following weekend, they're supposed to be playing uh, at Northern Illinois in another MCH conference series. Both of those series have been canceled. Mm. In uh, Maryville, the earliest that they can come out of uh, their COVID quarantine apparently is Saturday, 
um, January, what would that be? The 15th? Yeah, January, yeah, January 15th. So how about that? Uh, yeah, that's not the uh, start to the spring semester we were looking for, is it? No, no. And then uh, I, I just just before we signed on and started to hit record. And by the way, I did hit record, Andrew. So uh, oh, good, good. Because I, I forgot to ask you today if you hit record or not. <laughs> you know, I, I might be old, but I I knew enough to hit the big red button there. Um, uh, Aquinas apparently has had to cancel the first uh, uh, games of their semester due to uh, due to COVID concerns. Well, that, that is no bueno right there. Yeah, and I believe those games are at, uh, they're supposed to be playing at um, at Adrian and at Lawrence Tech is my understanding. I think those games are actually scheduled for next weekend, the 13th and 14th. So, uh, oh, yeah, well, I guess that would be the Adrian, and then they had a home-and-home home with Lawrence Tech. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. No, canceled them all, huh? Uh, apparently, apparently. So, uh, and then, and then on top of that, you know, with uh, with all the, all the COVID stuff that's going on, it's having not only its effect in terms of people testing positive, but it's also just having an effect on uh, people, you know, being able to provide services. And it's affecting what's the what's the one industry that's really being affected? It's in the news lately a lot. Airlines. Airlines, I was going to say, yeah. So Minot State is scheduled. They're supposed to play at Grand Canyon tomorrow and at Arizona on Friday and Saturday. And they were supposed to fly. Yep, they were supposed to fly out today, and that's my understanding. Their uh, flight was canceled. Nice. And so they're scheduled on a flight tomorrow to Minneapolis, and uh, hopefully they'll get past Minneapolis and get down to the valley. But uh, it's just just showing that COVID is uh, definitely having an impact on everything. Still, it's still around. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Crazy is uh, crazy is an understatement. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, so it is. I have a I have a funny feeling it's going to get uh, hot and heavy here for the past uh, or for the upcoming few weeks before it really cools down towards the end of January, beginning of February, and we kind of get back to some sense of normalcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll. You know, I think you probably see some more games and stuff getting canceled as as the teams start coming back this week and and get back into the swing of it next next week too, right? This. Well, well, we hope not, but yes. I mean, yeah. I, I think this surge. I could be wrong. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be, but I got to believe that this surge is the result of everybody getting together for the holidays. You know, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever you want to call it. And now they're, yeah. you know, this thing has been festering, and boom, now it's just blooming. This this surge is happening now, and so that's why I say it. It, it it appears to uh, be something that folks can get over can get over and recover from fairly quickly, but um, you know they're still it's still affecting people and yeah. Uh, yeah. on a large yeah. scale. And, it, and it's crazy too, right? Because you know we looking back at it when uh, so back before Christmas when I was gone for two weeks to Florida, you know I had it while I was down there. Come on, you had it down there? I thought you just uh never knew. Never knew. Never knew. Never <laughs> knew. So we so we traced it back to um catching it the day after Thanksgiving. So that would have put me in a, I kind of felt bad when we figured it out because you know that would have put me right on the plane within that window of being contagious and all that. So I'm sitting there on an airplane wearing my mask the entire time. So that's really the only saving grace that didn't make me just feel totally awful, right? And uh but yeah, I never, you know, so there I am walking around spewing my germs everywhere and never knew, never had, never had a sign, a symptom, nothing. 
Wow. The only the only way I figured it out that that I had it was after we had been back here for almost a week. Um, walked in, my wife said, "Hey, try this and tell me if it tastes right." And I walked up and I was like, oh, you know, I hadn't really been able to smell or taste anything all day today." And she went in and stabbed me in the nose with those with those cotton cotton swabs and did a home test. And sure enough, it tested positive. But I never. So there I am, right out walking around like nothing's wrong and spewing my germs everywhere. Never knew it. Wow. How about that? That's never, just crazy. Never, yeah. Never, never knew it. Not even, not even close to an inkling that I had it. Well, isn't that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you're, uh, that you're well or that you're okay. And, um, but yeah, what a, what a deal. What a yeah. deal. It's yeah, out there. It's crazy, right? Cause then other people are getting sick and they're, and they're struggling with it. And then, there's people that are on the other end of the spectrum that, you know, don't even know it. So it's, it's a weird little deal for sure. Well, that could be, you know, that, that could be just very grateful that, uh, you know, that you're healthy enough that you don't recognize it. It could also be a commentary, Andrew, that, you know, you're kind of thick as a brick and you wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I think it just, I think it just goes to say that, you know, I'm, I'm a stallion. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> there you go. Uh, why did I know that was coming? It is uh, a stallion right there. Well, the COVID is going to have an impact on, on, on us, or at least it's yes. had an impact on the ACHA to a certain degree already, because with, um, at least in my B conference, for instance, um, with Maryville canceling two conference series, uh, that means that there won't be um, an even number of games played by every conference member. So instead of going uh, determining standings by points, I'm going to have to determine standings by points percentage or win percentage. Yeah. And they have, because they have the same stupid commissioner as the Western Collegiate Hockey League, they have the same stupid point system, which, yep. which I quite honestly believe is the best, the three, two, one, zero. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, anyways, um, I, I, in a, since the B conference had to go to that today, um, the, uh, I put everybody from the Western Collegiate League on notice that, hey, if conference games gets rescheduled or, or canceled, then uh, this is how we're going to do it, you know. And uh, at least in the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League, it's only going to affect the regular season standings. There's no playoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, anyways, long, long story short, uh, the B Conference, uh, we, we've had to adjust to percentage, and that's going to determine not uh, – well, it will determine the auto bid because the, the auto bid goes to the regular season champion, but it also goes uh, – it'll determine their playoff – seating in the wchl we don't have a playoff because geography is not our friend and yes. so it'll just determine the uh the 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 uh auto bid the yep. winner for the auto bid it, since we're doing regular season stand uh, regular season standing and it, it just ramps up those games coming up here in a few weeks doesn't it makes it all the more important and uh you know it's uh if you look at it right now in terms of points unlv is leading the way in terms of points but if you look at it in terms of point percentage uh, there's a tie at the top, and it's not involving UNLV. It involves Central Oklahoma and Missouri State. Yep. So it's uh, it, it it can have a significant uh, it can have excuse me it can have a significant impact. Um, and yeah, anyways, yeah, I, no. I just wanted to make sure everybody was on notice. So all the teams they found out today that that's how we were going to go. We talked about this at the very beginning of the season, but I wanted to reiterate that. Yep. Especially with all these cancellations that are happening um yeah and we and we kind of pegged that that 
Missouri State UCO series was going to be pretty epic coming up here in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, it just ramps that up even more because now, I mean, not only does it ramp that one up, but then, you know, you can't really lose any ground in any of your other conference games that you're playing at this point in the ball game, right? That's the truth. That's the truth. Uh, and, uh, oh boy, we could we could have an exciting little finish here. It could. It could very well be. Um, it, the the nice thing about it is it will not changing from points to points percentage uh, to determine standings. That won't have any effect on in terms of the rankings for nationals and how those things are calculated. That formula yeah. is staying the same it just won't count the games they get canceled so for instance the drexel and the maryville games this weekend that got scrubbed it's not going to have any impact on the rankings or or at least the, we're not going to have to rearrange anything in the rankings um because those games won't be played they just won't be included in the computer yeah. So, yeah. like they never even existed yeah it'll have an impact because they they won't be there but um it, it's not going to have a, a negative impact if you will or we're not going to have to adjust or add a little booster or whatever you want to call it so yeah. anyways let's just all cross our fingers and toes and hope that we get to uh hope that it won't affect nationals and hope that we're able to uh get to st louis in march and everybody is relatively healthy and we have 20 teams playing our normal men's one 20 team national championship I think we'll get there. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, no, I think we'll do it. All right. Hey, Andrew, this is this is uh, going to be a quick podcast because we don't have any games to to talk about, and you didn't have any New Year's Eve traditions to, to no, jibber-jabber no, about. No, I am boring. I think you're boring. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, hey, let's listen to a little, uh, a little, let me hit some buttons and play some gibberish, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about the games that are coming up. We'll get your uh, some predictions from you. How does that sound? Sounds like a deal to me. Here we go. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that truck. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We... The... You gonna let him stand in here like a... Hold it! Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the... Go on, man, shot! Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. Hey, Sam. Come here a sec. Coach, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what the happiest animal on earth is? It's a goldfish. You know why? No. Got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish, Sam. Yeah? Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, as they say in hockey, uh, like Chance the Rapper just said, let's do that hockey, huh? Let's do it. Let's we do have, it. Uh, so the, the slate of games, now obviously these are subject to change because of COVID and who knows what. Everyone's just going to have to be nimble yes. and uh, flexible because I, I, you know, these things are going to come up at the last second um, in in. You know, I've, I've stressed to folks that communication is the key. So, uh, anyways, uh, subject with that, with that proviso, subject to change. Let's get into the Thursday night games. Minot State, let's hope they make it from North Dakota all the way down to Arizona. And they're going to take on Grand Canyon at the uh, AZ Ice Arcadia, Arizona Ice Arcadia. 
Now, you know what, Andrew? I mean, I didn't, I mm. should have, I, I, I have you at a disadvantage and I'm, I apologize in advance for that because <laughs> I should have pulled up the computer rankings for all these folks so I can tell, you know, folks who's where and what and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, well, we know Minot's at what, number two? <laughs> Minot's at number two, yes, they're at number two. Yeah. I would have said they're number one, but they're number two. And then we yeah, have Green Canyon, 29. I was going to say, they're in the 20s. They, uh, I'm, calling, I'm calling a close game, but I think Minot edges them out here. But I, it's not going to be a blowout, I don't think. I think yeah. Grand Canyon is going to hang with them. You think that, uh, that travel is going to get to Minot the same day of travel? I do, I do. I think Grand Canyon can capitalize on that, and they can keep this one close. Yeah, it could be. I've seen it go both ways. There was uh, a team one year that literally for a 7.30 game pulled into the Blazers Ice Center at 7.10, <laughs> got off the bus, had a like a three-minute warm-up, and got at it. proceeded to kick Oklahoma's tail. Yep. And it was such an embarrassment such an absolute embarrassment that they and then, and then they went over to their team hotel i think they took our women and they drank all of our beer and they came back and almost did it again the next night almost did it again the second night i'm telling you what it was i hated that team out of utah that, that was weber state i hated that team some of those guys on that team gosh all right, so so you say Minot. Minot in a close one over grand canyon the other game tomorrow was at the arctic edge ice arena it's alabama they're coming into town to play three games. They're going to take on UCO tomorrow night. And so that's what, let's see, number six, Central Oklahoma and Alabama is number 34. As I say, they're in the 30s. The uh, I, I've got some insider baseball here, so I say this is all UCO. <laughs> all UCA, UCO all the way. All the way. Yeah, I think this is points night for UCO. Yeah, yeah, it very, very, very well could be, for sure. Yeah, there's been some changes on the roster with UCO. I think we'll be able to talk about those officially uh, after tomorrow. But um, there's, uh, I think UCO might have gotten better here after the break, if that's Good. possible. They're, they're not going to be a uh, kind of a, a one-horse guy in net. I think they've got some uh, a, a one, and let's not say a 1A, but maybe a 1B, yeah. as opposed yeah. to having a one and a two. The, and the thing that always kind of worries me there is, and, you know, with them going up against Missouri State and stuff like that and kind of making a run at this thing is is their offensive depth, right? So, uh-huh. yeah, sure, some of that up. You know, a lot of people know you, you key in on 19 and you shut you shut a lot of stuff down for them, right? So, uh-huh. so if they can kind of figure that out too, that would, that would, that would be nice. Yeah, there was another – I know they have another transfer that came in from another school, not an ACHA school, but an NCAA D3 school, and uh, he has some UCO lineage in his family. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think UCO might have gotten better. But we can officially talk about them tomorrow after the kids get added to the roster. Awesome, All right, awesome. so you're saying UCO, big over Alabama. Yep. All right, on Friday and Saturday – Minot State hopefully will travel down to Tucson to take on U of A down at the Tucson Convention Center. What do you think is going to happen there? I mean, let's see. Arizona is number sixteen, so that's 16. two, two 16 versus, versus sixteen. Two. I'm I'm going to call a split here. I think Arizona gets one from them. I hope so. I hope you're right. I'd like for them to get both of them myself. Yeah, but. totally, totally. Uh, yeah, but I think I think that's probably being unrealistic, right? I think I think a split is more. Uh, more in line with what we're looking at here, I think. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm fearful. I, I, I hope you're right, Andrew. I'm, I'm fearful that you know COVID might be uh, causing some issues there as well. So uh, let's let's hope Arizona is able to fold the, uh, 
I'm tripping over my tongue here. Let's <laughs> hope full team. Arizona is able to field a full team. <laughs> say that five times. Fast. Yeah, don't ask me to say <laughs> Peter Piper picked a peckle pickle peppers or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, jeez. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, so a split would be nice. Um, I'll take a. I would love a sweep from Arizona. Um, yes. However, you know, past history shows that Arizona is a uh, kind of a, a. They always kind of tend to stub their toe coming out in the first game for the spring semester. Grand, if you remember, Grand Canyon would always seem to be their nemesis. Yeah, well, Grand Canyon stole one from them, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So you're saying a split, my not in Arizona. Well, that'll be that would be great for Arizona, and uh, uh, I hope they get the. I hope that U of A gets the sweep. Yep. Um, heck, I right now I just hope they get to play the damn games. Well, yeah, don't, let's get, just get them on the ice first. <laughs> yeah, right? no and, kidding. And then sort it out later. <laughs> also on Friday, Saturday, uh, that Alabama team that was at UCO on Thursday, they come down to play Andrews Oklahoma Sooners. Now, Andrew, I realize, we, you know, we probably ought to pull a Kirk Herbstreet here and probably not have you make a guess on the OU teams. Uh, probably, probably be a good idea. I haven't been very good so far this year. Well, I'm just, I don't want to put you in a, I've, I've put you in a bad spot now for like three and a half, besides the, the bad spot of being on this podcast. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, Herbstreet uh, supposedly doesn't, uh, you know, talk about the games that he's broadcasting or, or he tries to uh, shy away from a, Ohio State. He's a weenie. He is a weenie, isn't he? He's a weenie. All right, this so you're is, this you're, is all OU this weekend. <laughs> oh, look at you! You're just saying baloney. I'm going to barge in all Oklahoma over Alabama. There you go. That's that's the prediction. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Right there. All right. There. All right. I love it. I love it. UCO also plays uh, this weekend. They have. They're going to host Iowa State. Iowa State is number three in the nation. UCO is number six. So that should be one barn burner of a series. I think this will be a good little series right here. Yeah. What do you think? It's the Fighting Fairmans of Iowa State versus. Uh, the, I, 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 it's, I was talking to coach Rivera earlier today and I referred to him as the cerebral assassin. Uh, <laughs> so against, uh, coach Rivera, the cerebral assassin and his merry band of Broncos. I am going with an absolute running of UCO in this series here. I think UCO is going to run all over Iowa State and take Ooh. two games. Woohoo! Woohoo! How I mean, about that? From your lips to God's ears. I thought when you said that first, I thought, "Oh boy, oh no, he's <laughs> predicting." He, this is the Oklahoma Andrew coming, not the uh, coming out, not the WCHL <laughs> podcast Andrew that's supposed to be talking. Yeah, no, this is this is going to be all UCO this weekend. Well, I hope you're right. I hope and you're I right. I hope they just absolutely take it to them. <laughs> Both nights. <laughs> no, Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State got UCO twice up there in Ames. So you're saying UCO will return the favor down here in Edmond? They're going to return bad blood, bad taste in their mouth. They're going to come back and they're just going to take care of business. From your lips to God's ears, let's hope it happens. There you go. There on, you go. On Saturday and Sunday, up in my uh, second favorite place in all the world, Fort Collins, Colorado, the uh, Rams of CSU of Colorado State, they're going to host the Purple Eagles of Niagara. First off, Andrew, I got to ask you a question. How do you spell Niagara? And don't look it up. I don't want you to Google it. Just give me off the top of your head. Oh, Lord. I'm going to say N-I-A-G-E-R-A, maybe something like Ooh, that. Ooh, close. Okay. All right. All right. Close, close. The reason I ask, it's actually N-A-I-G-A-R-A. 
But I can't tell you how many times I have people email me and they spelled Niagara like Viagra, N-A-I-G-R-A. And and I get it. I mean, I know which team they're talking about, but I always just get a chuckle out of uh, the Niagara Viagra um, conundrum. So um, anyways, yeah, the Purple Eagles of Niagara against uh, Colorado State, the green and gold, the Knights of green and gold, the Colorado State Rams at the Epic Ice Arena in Fort Collins, Saturday, Sunday, live on your, uh, what is it, Facebook, YouTube? I don't know what it is. I think it's their Facebook. Yeah, I think they do Facebook up there now. What do you think is going to happen here in Niagara? Here, let's get to it. Niagara is... They play in that terrible, terrible, terrible Northeast Conference. Niagara is number 20. Colorado State... Colorado State's 37? 37. And... Off the top of my head. And, yeah, I mean, impressive. I mean, you're turning the new leaf here in 2022. (laughs) Um, And remember, Niagara ended the season with a sweep of Ohio, your favorite team, at wow. Ohio. Does that surprise you that Ohio would lose at home? Come on. <laughs> Seriously. All right, and, uh, Niagara and CSU, what do you got there, Andrew? Well, here we go. So I'm going two ways here. If, if the boys put the chickens down, they're going to sweep. <laughs> if, the boys keep, if the boys keep playing with the chickens, they're going to split. No, wait a so second. We'll so you're saying if, if they choke the chickens, <laughs> they will... They they will not win, but if they don't, <laughs> then they'll win. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh, Andrew! Out of all the people that had to see that, how did they let you and I get our hands on that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to go up there at some point, and I'm sure these guys are going to be waiting for me in Fort Collins with a whole bunch yep. of uh, cowboy hats and hockey sticks and chickens. <laughs> I can hardly wait. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody gets video. <laughs> <laughs> Wild stuff. Uh, All right, so there you go. Minot over Grand Canyon Thursday, UCO over Alabama Thursday, Minot and Arizona split Friday, Saturday, UCO sweeps Iowa State Friday, Saturday, OU sweeps Alabama Friday, Saturday, and depending on who's holding a chicken or not, Colorado <laughs> State will win with with uh, with no chickens in hand, but if chickens in hand, they lose. <laughs> There you go. I think that's pretty uh, safe assumption right there. Hopefully they will not play the game with chickens in hand. <laughs> God, Andrew, you we have resorted resorted to fifth grade being fifth grade dumb boys. Next thing you know we're going to be doing <laughs> fart jokes and oh lord, going to be doing burping and doing the, the we're putting our hand under our arm and you know trying to make fart noises with our armpit. Oh, at least we'll have a good time doing it. <laughs> Andrew, uh, it's it's uh, been a couple of weeks since we yeah, talked. Did been. you uh, have you have you seen any uh, movies or music or uh, any uh, TV shows? Any books that have caught your? I, I know you're a big book reader. Yes, I am a big book reader, but I have seen the absolute greatest TV show. It's a three part miniseries. Oh, geez. It's Tiger King. Oh. The story of of Bhagavan Antle. What? You know the you know Doc Antle the. The blonde dude that lives back east in South Carolina or something like that. Oh, the one, the, the guy that has elephants roaming and, and, oh, yeah. and women walking around in bikinis and stuff? Oh, yeah. The dude's a total creep. And, and it's a three-part series, and it, it's fantastic. What, what, what yeah. god-awful channel is this on? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's, Come on. Oh, yeah. It's a part of the Tiger King series now. Yeah, Tiger King, <laughs> the, the true story of Doc Antle. Didn't Doc Antle end up getting himself arrested after the Tiger King series was aired? Yes, and, that, and this thing kind of talks about that and kind of why he was 
what's going on with that whole thing. But yeah, he he's gotten himself into some trouble for sure. Yeah, I, I always thought that guy was full of it when uh, you know his real name is like you know Jim Smith. Uh, Kevin. Uh, it's Kevin Antle's his real name. Yeah, but he goes by like you know Gabigali Gabob. He's some he's he's adopted Bhagavan. Bhagavan. He he's adopted. Bhagavan. Yeah, and everybody, every all, all all of the women there that he surrounds himself with, they take on these exotic Indian names as well. Yes, yes. He uh, and you'd probably you'd probably remember it because you're you're around in the in the seventies. The uh, <laughs> Yogaville. <laughs> Yogaville. Yogaville over there, out there in Virginia. The, uh, Why would I remember Yogaville, Andrew? Come on. Uh, they had some deal. They had uh, they had some guy by the name of Shami. Oh Lord, I can't even pronounce his last name. It's something weird. Yeah. S- oh, good God, Siva Subranamanian or something like that. Okay. He was the leader of Yogaville. Sounds like one of my clients. Yep. Yep. He uh, he is the one that donned Kevin Antle as the Bhagavan and. Well, it's, it's a good three-part miniseries. They're 45 minutes apiece. It's well worth your time. All right. I was afraid when you said three-part miniseries, you're going to tell us all about the Beatles once again. I tried to get through that Beatles uh, Get Back. Oh, that oh, that thing's fantastic. Oh, I, I, I've, I mean, I, my, short, my attention span is so short, Andrew. Um, I tried like the first half hour, and I just couldn't get past it. So I was yeah, like, no, wait a thing, second. That thing's fantastic. That's All right. Fantastic. All right. Well, yeah, hadn't got to watch much TV. Okay. Since we talked talked last, my in laws have been here. Oh. They left. They left last week, so they they were here for a week and all that. So, kind of, kind of, kind of messed with my daily pattern here. So couldn't watch TV at night and all that. So I'm yeah. kind of boring on the TV front there for you. All right. All right. Well, we've. Uh... Santa was good to to me and that he brought me a lot of books and I'm I'm reading this one book that I think is uh, I thought it was going to be it, it's turned out to be a lot different than one of these it's called Fuzz and it's the author is Mary Roach and it was uh, the subtitle is When Animals Go Bad and really? yeah and so I thought it was going to be you know like stories of you know uh, you know bears yeah. that uh, you know Smokey the Bear you know instead of putting fire fires out he starts lighting them all that kind of stuff i thought it was yeah. going to be kind yeah. of semi-fictitious but it's not it's a non-fiction book and it's talking about uh you know the science of how you know how how people learn to you know deal with folks in in the wild and deal with animals in the wild and you know the first chapter is all about how to recognize um how to recognize uh victims of of bear attacks and you know was was it a defensive well, attack well, it should be pretty easy. I mean, they're going to be missing an arm or a leg or something. Well, that's, see, that's what I, that's what, that's what I would think. But I mean, it, it's kind of interesting and it's really intriguing because it talks about, uh, you know, how to, how to track animals and if they're, you can tell from their gait, you know, if they're running, if they're just walking around ambling, uh, you can tell huh. from, you know, how, if you find a, you know, a, a, someone who's been attacked, was it a defensive attack? Was it an offensive attack? Um, all that kind of stuff. So, and it talks about, um, well, like for instance, uh, the chapter that I just got through reading earlier today had to do with about, uh, bombing crows in, um, in, uh, here in the Southwest, I guess the people would, uh, farmers would, would put explosives around gatherings <laughs> of crows in trees because they were convinced that the crows were eating all their crops and eating, you know, eating their profits up. 
Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the, it's all about the science of, of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it was really interesting. So yeah, I'll, very, I'm, very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check that. I, you know, I would have, I think I would have preferred a book about Smokey the Bear lighting fires and stuff, but uh, being an arsonist <laughs> himself, written, written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's for me to write. I don't know. Maybe that's the <laughs> yeah. deal. My my future lies ahead of me. Got some uh, Jr. Uh, from uh, Wrestling Fame. He's written a couple of books, and uh, Santa brought me those. So those mm. those should be fun. He's, awesome! Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, got to see some uh, got to see some decent. Uh, I watched, um, I, I watched a movie the other day. It was called "The Harder They Fall" on Netflix, and it's a western that involves um, African Americans. And um, you know, I'm always intrigued with 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 westerns, but um, this one was just a little uh, unrealistic, and um, it, it kind of. I was disappointed with it. I it, I had high hopes, um, but uh, because it was one of those deals where they tried to mash up um, old timey, you know, eighteen hundreds westerns with current, you know, uh, music, you know, yeah, funk type yeah. stuff, and it was like Ugh, something. Yeah, yeah, I'm out on that, right? Yeah, something just didn't work. Uh, I d- I did suffer through uh, an, a series on Amazon Prime called The Wheel of Time. Um, it, the book, I hope uh, Santa brought me book one of the wheel of time, but the series, hopefully the book is much better than the series because I thought the series just stunk to high heaven. And then, uh, I got the, I, I made it through season two of the Witcher, which I think is, uh, uh, I, I actually enjoyed it. It was, uh, I don't know if you've read the Witcher books or not, or even played no. the video games, but, um, you know, I guess you're finding out I'm kind of a, a nerd when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's, uh, but but boy, that I enjoyed The Witcher. It was pretty good. So uh, we we started watching tonight. Uh, before we got on the podcast here, my my lovely wife and daughter got to watching on HBO Max the Harry Potter 20th anniversary special that they've got going on. Yeah, I I'd like to watch so. that. I had uh, Cam the Ram when she was home before she did her last her her, her Las Vegas jaunt she tried to get us to watch that and yeah, um yeah i'm not a i'm not a big harry potter fan like i don't sit and watch the movies or anything like that but it was kind of interesting we had about an hour into it tonight and uh very interesting to kind of see how they pick the characters and the and how the characters interact with each other and and all that so it's kind of kind of cool to get a little behind the scenes look at it and all that so very nice i i understand yeah, hbo I recommend that one hbo max had to issue a they had to uh take down the original version that they had uploaded and put up a replacement because the weasley brothers yeah apparently they misidentified them <laughs> come on no apparently they had george listed what who is it george and harry or george and somebody Oh Lord George! I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They had they had one yeah. twin. They they flip flopped the twins. They misidentified them. Oh jeez! And then I, I in the original upload supposedly they had a picture of Emma Roberts um, for uh, in place of Emma Watson who plays Hermione. So I, I guess they got a they they misidentified an actress. Just totally butchered the whole thing, huh? <laughs> so they had to. I guess some eagle-eyed folks found it on Twitter and uh, put it out there, and so oh. HBO Max had to do some uh, last-minute uh, uh, adjustments, and they re-uploaded HBO the the Harry Potter special, the HBO Max. Kind of wild. Yeah, uh, yeah. My wife's watched all the movies and read all the books and all that, and she's sitting yep. there now, and she's like, "Well, I've already found one thing they lied about. And it's this." <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, the books are awesome. 
Yeah, she's read them all. She's got my she's got my daughter reading them and all the little special little side little books that they've got going and all that stuff. So, yeah. Well, that warms my heart that your daughter's actually reading because reading <laughs> is a is a lost art these days. Kids is she? Now you hand them a telephone and tell them to go entertain themselves and uh she your mind turns to mush when you do that. She she reads every night for anywhere from 15 to 20, 25 minutes every night. Well, right, I, before, I, right before bed. I so. give I give your wife all the credit for that. That's awesome. Yep, yep. She's good. And she's well, she's third grade and she just tested out and I think she's right at like middle of the fifth grade reading level right now. So That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, she she's a, she's smart, that's for sure. All credit to your wife. I know that had had you had been her education mentor, she'd have been eating the crayons. <laughs> Uh, probably trying to shove them in places where they don't belong on her, whether it be herself or other people or other dogs or other animals. But, uh, thankfully yeah. your wife is around to help the kid out. Yeah. Yeah. She, she keeps them on the straight and narrow. That's for sure. <laughs> All righty, Andrew, any other, uh, great, uh, shenanigans we, we need to pay attention to or what? I, I have got nothing right now for you. Yeah, we're going to have rankings come out uh, next Wednesday after this uh, slate of games that get started up. So the rankings will get going again. And uh, I think next week we'll probably start doing a little preview for nationals as to where things stand. Yep, kind of get into that and see who does what and what's gonna, how it's going to affect the nationals and all that, right? That's exactly right. We're, we're I mean, the sprint is on. This... Um, now that the uh, spring semester is here, um, it, it's going to be a quick, like, eight-week sprint till the end of the regular season. And then before we know it, uh, it's going to be March 10th through the 15th in uh, yep. St. Louis, America, at the Centene Community Ice Center. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Question is, are you going up there? I'm planning on it. Yes, I think oh, uh, I think the harvester of sorrow, my wife herself, I think she's going to be coming uh, along for the ride. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, she'll we'll find something for her to do. She'll probably go up there and build another arch, uh, to, just to, to because she'll she'll she's you know got to be industrious and constructive. While here I am just screwing around with a bunch of hockey dopes, but uh, <laughs> she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to sit there and watch hockey from 9 a.m. till midnight every night? No, I don't. No, I mean, no. She's. I mean, what is she thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's she's smart, right? Like your wife, she's smart. Yep, yep. So let's hope we get some teams there. Let's hope we get, uh, you know, I think we've got a good shot at getting, uh, I think we get a realistic shot of four, and I'm hoping a very, uh, I I'm confident in four. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. Or look at listen to me. I'm cautiously optimistic about five. So uh, you know now is the time to make that push with these yep. uh, non-conference games, these out-of-conference games, these cross-pollination games. Now's the time when you can make a jump. Um, okay. So yeah, let's get after it. Let's do it, right? All right. We appreciate everyone listening to the podcast and suffering with us uh, this far. The Western CHL is on Twitter at Western CHL, W-E-S-T-E-R-N-C-H-L. Uh, the pod itself is on the uh, WCHL, is on Twitter. It's uh, at WCHL pod, WCHL pod. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM, S-T-I-C-K-F-O-R-D-A-M. I'm on Twitter 
um, you know, Andrew will have some witty stuff on his Twitter account, but it's private. <laughs> so you got to follow him in order to see it. Me, I'll just have garbage about politics and immigration and, uh, you know, it's just stuff of people that die. Uh, but I'm on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. Uh, follow us and uh, let us know what you think. And if you're, uh, we appreciate you listening to this podcast. Uh, we hope that you subscribe. Uh, you know, give us a rating, rate us five stars, give us a like, say something positive about us. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll, uh, who knows, maybe we'll see it and maybe it, who knows, might, it might happen. Maybe we'll get some advertising out of it, Andrew. Wouldn't wouldn't it be nice? Maybe we can get like a tequila advertisement or something. Rock and roll tequila. There you go. We can do some, uh, maybe we can, you know, drink on air and we can be even (laughs) dumber than we already are. (laughs) Yeah. People would really love that, wouldn't they? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All righty, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to hit the magic button and get us out of here, but uh, appreciate, I hope everyone has a safe uh, uh, beginning here to 2022. Stay safe and let's uh, see everybody at the rink. And Andrew, I just hit the button. Oh boy. Well, hey, everybody enjoy the hockey that we're getting ready to play this weekend. Stay safe out there. We will catch you on the flip side.